The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. I'm broadcasting from home today. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on the importance of each and every mother because you are raising up the next generation in some very difficult times right now. So we've got something pretty special for you today because we know that uh, we could all use a bit of inspiration right now. If you're a fan of Chick-fil-A, maybe you eat there one or five times a week like I do, we've got the daughter of Chick-fil-A founder, Truett Cathy, on the show with us. Trudy Kathy White is going to share behind-the-scenes stories of the Kathy family from her new book, A Quiet Strength. She'll share priceless lessons that her mother passed down to her children and the family business. And even better than free chicken nuggets, Trudy is uh, going to give us uh, some wonderful tips. So stay tuned. In 60 seconds, we'll be right back. Parents, we want to see our children run for more than gold in their personal race of faith in Jesus Christ. This summer at Idrahaji, one of Colorado's top summer camps, we'll explore how to train for a future eternity during a week of amazing Rocky Mountain adventure. From rock climbing to swimming, horse rides, hiking, and so much more, there's something for your child to enjoy. Idrahaji is full of faith and full of fun. Register now while spots remain at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E. The Life Center in Littleton is here for you. Whether you or someone you know needs help with groceries, GED prep, finding community, or figuring out what faith in Jesus really means, the Life Center wants to help. Located just south of downtown Littleton, we exist to offer our community practical help and lasting hope. Find out more at lifecenterlittleton.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, man, do I hope that we are here for you today. So glad that you've joined us. I hope you've joined us for a reason. I hope that something that either I or my guest says today is exactly what you need to hear. I feel a burden for America right now and for every single mama out there because I know there is fear and worry and financial strain and sickness and all of it, and uh, we're dealing with a lot as a nation. Um, so I just want to say a couple quick little things before we get to our amazing guest, and that is that I'm praying for you, and um, I just pray for peace. You know, God doesn't give us that spirit of fear. He just doesn't. He gives us his love and power, and he gives us a sound mind. So my prayer is that you are not succumbing to feeling worried every single moment. 
Additionally, God also says that his love gets rid of all the fear. It casts out all fear. So I pray that even if you're a mom who just doesn't believe in God today or that you don't see him or you've, you feel at a loss for what he's allowing in our country and across the world, that, that you would hear my words of encouragement and comfort today. And I know Trudy's got some words as well. We just want you to understand that God is still good. And I believe that he's doing good things in the midst of this. I bet most of us could point to some amazing things that have unfolded even as many are suffering. So we pray for all those that are suffering. We pray for those who are scared. Um, and we just ask that God would bring us comfort and hope and healing and that uh, we would turn to him and be comforted. So I am privileged and honored to have Trudy back on the show today. She's been on Channel Mom before. Um, we're going to get a behind-the-scenes look at how the, the Kathy family founded Chick-fil-A and how it became so successful. We're going to discover specifically how Jeanette Kathy the the wife of Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A, worked to raise her children while helping her husband grow their restaurant chain. The couple's daughter, Trudy Cathy White, is going to share from her new book, A Quiet Strength, The Life and Legacy of Jeanette M. Cathy. And we're also going to give away a few free copies. So that's fabulous. Yay. As I was trying to say, yes, yay. Even I, I was trying to say, I don't think I got to it in the intro, but even better than free chicken nuggets, a free copy of your book. So uh, I know people will be excited. Trudy, you've done a bunch of stuff in your life in addition to raising your children. You've also uh, served in uh, missions internationally, and you have run camps and uh, served people in, in numerous ways, as did your mother. But we're super excited to hear the, the amazing wisdom that she passed down and that uh, you recount in your book. So welcome to Channel Mom. We're glad to have you back, Trudy. Well, thank you, Jenny, so much. It's really a joy to be with you, and I'm praying for your listeners as well that this will be a time of encouragement for them. Yeah, me as well. Me, me as well. Um, and I do want to let everybody know we are, you know, broadcasting in some unusual circumstances, as as most radio broadcasts are right now. I'm in, in my home. I'm actually in my college son's bedroom, um, which was such a disaster that my daughter sweetly cleaned it up for me so I could actually walk on the floor to get to my desk. Um, <laughs> but I do want to start very quickly just to say this book really touched me. What amazing stories and, and funny stories, too, like motorcycles in the living room and parents who do advertising for you and all, all kinds of fabulous stuff. But let's get first to the five inspirational words of wisdom that your mom passed down to you that I hope will be a blessing to the moms today. Yeah, well, thanks, Judy, so much. My mother was an inspiration to all of us. She had a tremendous impact on our family, obviously, directly on my dad and as well as on our family business. And she oftentimes had things that she would say to us that really kind of stuck. One of the things that she had a habit of doing was seeing us out the back door whenever we would leave the house, and she would comment to us. She would say, remember who you are and whose you are. And I think that's just so important for all of us to remember. I think at some point in life, we always struggle with our own identity, and we have to remember who we are, that God created us in his image, and whose we are. The Bible tells us that we can be a child of the King, that God wants to um, show us his love and his care and concern you know, for us. So remembering who we are and whose we are is super important. One other piece of advice that I think I would say are inspirational type words that my mom told me. One time she was in the hospital and she looked at me, and she said, Trudy, days are long, but life is short. And I mean, Jenny, I think yeah. all of us are having some long days right now. And in fact, one day sometimes seems like two or three days in one. But this reminder that days might be long, we know that's true, but 
life is short. So in the grand scheme of things, what the Bible encourages us to do in Ephesians is that we make the most of every opportunity we're given. So I think we're going to all have to look around and see, you know, how can we be very intentional, even in this time of crisis, to make the most of what God has given us in this day? Yeah. And and I, as I mentioned, I loved the stories. And she had a personal sort of mantra that she repeated to herself that I think so many moms could pass on to their kids. Because especially in this time where there's mm-hmm. so much uncertainty, she, she had a, the mantra that was two words long, which is, I can. And I feel like so many people mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. paralyzed right now. And maybe kiddos are going to feel paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that mantra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what we saw in, in, in our mother growing up was just this real positive kind of attitude. Now, it came from her relationship with the Lord. If I can go back really quickly and tell yeah. you just the first part of my mom's story and the fact that um, she was an only child and raised by a super mom. And that was because when she was about three months old, her father walked out of the family never to see him again. So she had every reason to be bitter for the rest of her life, not ever having a father around. But when she was about five, Someone introduced her uh, to her Heavenly Father, and he became her perfect father for the rest of her life. So this intimate walk that she had in her relationship with Jesus Christ was reflected in everything that she did. So she had this attitude that, you know, you can, you can do things with God. She always pointed us back to remind us that our dependency comes from the Lord. And so I think that in this season of life, when we feel very discouraged and sometimes disappointed and confused and uncertain, we can, we can remember these two words, you can, and then the other two words, with God, because the Bible tells us that with God all things are possible, and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, so our strength has to come from Him. So it just was so beautiful to have a mom that would remind me, even as a child growing up, to truly you can with God. She reminded my dad when he would have difficulties uh, through our, our career with Chick-fil-A and growing the business, she would find the trick. You can with God. And so we're all about trying to glorify God in our lives and recognize that the power that we have really comes from a relationship with him. Yeah, and you know, I think people will be encouraged by the humble beginnings of both Truett mm-hmm. and your mom, Jeanette. And they met when they were they were quite young, um, much like my husband and me. I met right. my husband in nursery school. <laughs> so they were very young when they met, and, and he eventually courted her successfully. But they both came from very humble beginnings. She was the daughter of a single mother. Her father essentially abandoned her. Um, and, and, and you tell in the book about how they lived very modestly, even when you bought a very large farm. They still lived in a pretty tiny house, and you guys were sharing a bedroom as three children. Um, and so I just love that humble beginnings thing. Do, do you think that she would kind of pass that 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 lesson, that the, that phrase of I can, on to true it on the, on the bad days to, that, that helped him grow Chick-fil-A the, the way that it happened? Um, most, most definitely. She really was the rock behind, um, behind our family. She was our support. She was our cheerleader. She encouraged my dad. In fact, when they first got married, uh, my mom was a waitress in my dad's restaurant for, for quite a while, and then children came along, and she felt like the best way she could support him is giving the time to the children. So she pulled out from helping him in the restaurant and was kind of became a full-time uh, mom taking care of the house and uh, raising children, and she always wanted to make sure that things were in good order when my dad would come home after long, long hours from working in the restaurant. But she saw that as a real calling in her life. She saw that this was her role was to support him. 
You know, Jenny, I like to remind people that everything that is seen is the result of the unseen. And yeah. mom was kind of like that unseen person. You know, everything that people saw going on, you kind of saw my dad in the front um, the front lines of going to business. You see our operators, our team members and stuff. But if you go back to the root of it all, the thing that was unseen was my mom. And that role of supporting her husband uh, through all these years was so very, very important. And they did both come from the very humble beginning. But here's what they wanted to make sure when they were raising uh, the three of us. I have two brothers. I'm the youngest and only girl in the family. But what yeah. my mom and dad wanted to make sure we understood was that anything that we have has come from the hand of God and that we've been blessed to be a blessing to others. And so we simply have to learn how to steward or manage well what God has given us. And when you yeah. think about it, God has given all of us time uh, that we have to manage. God's given us talent and skills that we have to manage. God's given us resources to manage, and he's, he's certainly given us influence that we have to manage. So trying to um, steward well what God has given us has really been the message that my mother tried to bring home to all of us and even into this business. Yeah, and we'll get to her her philosophy of reducing and reusing and yeah. recycling. She was very thrifty. I want to get to that in a minute. Um, but I also think that you're saying that she is the thing that was behind your your father and your family. I think so many moms need to hear that today because sometimes moms feel invisible mm-hmm. and, and they're behind their husband mm-hmm. or maybe if they're single moms, they're behind their children and they're working behind the scenes and they don't get a lot of credit. But they are building beautiful things. There's a, a little um, story about moms building cathedrals without even being able to see that they're building cathedrals. Mm-hmm. And so I think you purposely yeah. called the book A Quiet Strength because she was standing in the background and quietly, and people didn't know the huge, beautiful impact she was having. And you mentioned that they were using their resources to help others. You have wonderful stories about how they helped an African-American man that they met in Atlanta, I, I believe, to, to go through college. And um, they helped neighbors mm-hmm. and they helped friends and in and, and teaching Sunday school. She would take girls uh, alongside of her that, that needed extra financial help and, and extra love, and she would love them and so I just applaud her for that but I but I have an aside today for what's going on and I think you'll be able to speak to this Trudy what do you think Jeanette would say today as as millions of Americans are, are finding themselves without jobs they're afraid of a disease some are very sick in the hospital maybe relatives are sick in the hospital and there's a lot of fear there's a lot of worry there's a lot of uncertainty how do you think Jeanette would be viewing this right now and what would she say you know, my mom, whenever challenges um, arose in our in our home or even in our business, one of the first things out of her mouth was, let's pray. Um, she was, she recognized the power of prayer and how important it was. Her faith was demonstrated as a, it was an active trust. It was like when things were going good or when things were going bad, we're going to trust God in it. And taking our needs to the Lord in prayer is is super important. The Bible reminds us how important this is, and it is also a way to acknowledge the fact that, you know, we're not in control, but God is. And so when we take our concerns and our burdens to the Lord uh, in prayer, then we find a sense of comfort and strength through that. And so my mom, no doubt, would, would be saying, we just have to take every day and we have to bathe it in prayer before the Lord. Yeah, we just have to get on our knees, um, which I've been doing a lot in the last mm-hmm. week. Um, I do want to remind people, mm-hmm. we, uh, Trudy very graciously is giving several copies of her book, 
away today and tomorrow and Saturday when the show replays. And uh, we are playing all over the nation. We're playing in Little Rock and uh, also in Kansas and in southeast Alabama and right here in Denver. And so we just want you to know that you can all try to uh, email us and get a free copy of this book. We're giving a number away. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you think it's meant for you or a friend, please email us at channelmom at gmail. We can't take calls today. So just go to channelmom at gmail and let us know that you would like a free copy that Trudy is so graciously giving away of a quiet strength, channelmom at gmail. Okay, so let's get to a couple other principles. Let's just uh, interrupt with a funny story. You guys had a ton of animals, Mm -hmm. even though your mom initially had had no education with how to deal with animals. I mean, you had bees. (laughs) You had, you at one point, she tried to be a beekeeper. You had ponies. You, and literally you, the, the kids, all of you dragged the ponies through the house and you had a monkey. I mean, it was an amazing, I would have loved growing up in that house, I think. Uh, not, no disrespect to my own parents, who I love very much. But um, you also had a parrot. And that parrot did a little marketing for you. Can you tell people what that parrot was able to say? And so Polly learned to say a few things. One thing she could say was, hello, Polly. And she could say that around the house. But here's what she also learned to say. She also learned to say, mm-hmm, Chick-fil-A. And so people really got a kick out of that. They'd come in the house and... Uh, and hear her say that. She could call my name as well. But Polly was an interesting character. We used to love to bring the ponies, like you mentioned, into the house, much to my mother's dismay, and then we would get Polly out of the cage and try to put Polly on the back of the colt. You see, Jenny, we were we were raised in a little, a little farm south of Atlanta, really in the country, so we didn't have anybody else to play with. And so the, between the three of us, we could always come up with something creative uh, to do. And my mother, I don't know how we didn't drive her crazy, actually. But we would do these things just because we love to hear her kind of holler. <laughs> and she would say, get yeah. those animals out of this house, you know? And we yeah. would well, of course, we usually would get in trouble as well. But, um, yes. yeah, what one didn't think of, the other did. Mothers know about those sort of things. Yeah, she had, she got one over on you, though. She purposely taught Polly to say your name, Trudy, so you would come running when the parrot called your name, thinking it was your mother, which was so funny to me. You're you're exactly right. She could holler my name really well, and, and here I would come. She would go, Trudy, really loud, really long and drawn out. You know, he was um, quite the character. Yes, I want to get to a couple principles and then just maybe a last piece of advice for the moms from from your mom, Jeanette, Kathy. And I do want people to know, Jeanette was so instrumental in affecting the lives of thousands of people through teaching Sunday school, through influencing your family business, Chick-fil-A, through influencing you as children and then having you go on and serve others the way that she was serving. But she had a little motto of reduce, reuse, and recycle. And that is something that I thought you might like to talk to moms today, especially when times are tight right now. Um, her reduce, reuse, and recycle could come in handy. Yes, my mother realized that because my dad was working long hours that she was going to have a hard time ever getting a repairman down to the country on the farm. And so she had her own set of tools, and she learned to try to fix things around the house. From She became the plumber, the electrician. Um, if appliances were broken, she tried to take them apart and put them back together. She was always a learner in her lifetime. We laughed because... Um, when she was 80, she got her first computer, and at the time she was 90, I think she had her first iPhone. So she was always intrigued by new things that were coming on, and she never was let her age um, keep her from, from learning things. But she was extremely um, proactive in trying to fix things around the house and just 
wanting to help make sure things were, were running well uh, throughout the house as well. So always this was Mother's mindset to see how she could recycle things and reuse things. I remember after both my mom and dad passed away, uh, I was kind of cleaning through the house, as you know we have to do, and Mother and Dad had lived in this house for 57 years, if you can imagine. Now, if you yeah. live anywhere for 57 years, you're going to collect a lot of stuff. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, I tell people, I remind them, but when my mom and dad passed away, they didn't take anything with them. Now, we all know that happens, but that's yeah. a reality check when you say, oh, my goodness, they've left everything. But as I, I went through the house, I remember sometimes I would stop and just cry because I missed them so badly. Other times I would um, kind of chuckle out loud, and I found a little mug in my mom's kitchen that the handle was broken off, but the handle was still inside the mug, and she had some glue there to be Fix, be able to fix the handle, and she had a note in there that said, fix this cup, and she, she you would have thought she could go to the store and buy five other mugs if she wanted to, but no, she yes. was going to be very intentional to glue that handle back on that mug and get it fixed. My mother really, um, you know, she had this philosophy, just because you can doesn't mean you should, and so maybe because she could go out and buy something, it didn't mean she, she should do it because she could actually... Fix it. So I'm just very grateful for a mom that followed that really well for, uh, for me. That may sound very familiar to a lot of us who look back on a previous generation that were so good about yeah. recycling things and reusing things and using them until they were used up for sure. Yeah, and I love that about her. They, they successfully established a multi-billion dollar company, yet your parents continued mm-hmm. to live modestly in many ways and to give to others, mm-hmm. and I just applaud mm-hmm. that. And so I want this last little bit of our interview to be about overcoming today because I think a lot of moms need to, to have a reminder that they can overcome if they're under financial strain right now, if uh, they're dealing with the sickness and the virus right now. Yeah. And, and it occurs to me that your mom grew up in a single-parent family. Her dad essentially ba- abandoned and her she she didn't have a lot she didn't have a lot of money she was a fabulous musician by the way everybody should know that but that she overcame mm-hmm. to the point where she was a, a terrific wife she was very dedicated to her children she raised all of you to do the same and then helped her husband establish a successful business so so can you talk about that message of overcoming whatever you've had to deal with in your own childhood much like your mom Jeanette did just for all the moms out there we only have about two minutes left Trudy so if you could just talk about that last yeah, I, I think the I think the greatest thing that I learned from Mother watching her was the fact that she realized that um, she was a tremendous role model. So I would say for parents that you know we talk a lot to our children, and sometimes they'll get it, or sometimes they won't. But children are always watching us what we're doing. So Mother was a tremendous uh, role model, and you know the way we react to our circumstances around us will directly impact our internal state. Yes. And yes. so we have to not be prisoned by our past, but we have to just learn from it and move forward. And that was what I saw in my mom. She was very determined, and she realized that she would never give up because she felt like, you know, God propelled her forward and could put one foot in front of the other, regardless of what her past looked like. And I came across this verse when I was writing this book, and maybe this will be a really helpful to a lot of the listeners. And it says that in quietness and trust shall be your strength. And so to quiet ourselves and to trust Mm -hmm. in the God who created this world is where we'll ultimately find our strength from. Amen. 
Amen. I, I really think you've been an encouragement today, and I hope people, we've, I already see that we've gotten some emails wanting your book, but I'll let people know one more time that Trudy is very graciously giving away the book about her mother, who I call the mother of Chick-fil-A. Uh, the book is called A Quiet <laughs> Strength, The Life and Legacy of Jeanette M. Kathy. So email us at channelmom at gmail if you want to be considered for one of those free books. Um, and, and in the last 30 seconds, I just want to thank you for the um, role model that your mother was, that you've been. And I know that she impacted the way that you mothered your own children and have taken care of your grandchildren, Trudy. Um, so thank you to you and your family for, for what you've done. Well, it's, it's our pleasure for sure. And, you know, at the end of the day, we, we recognize what we have has come from the Lord and we want to glorify Him in it. And I know that your audience probably many feel the same way. And we know that somehow the Lord's going to get glory even through all of this crisis that we're encountering today. Yeah, amen. Well, God bless you and your family. Wonderful to talk to you again, and I hope the book does very well. Thanks, Jenny, so very much. I appreciate your time. Okay, take care. Bye-bye, Trudy. Okay, I just want to encourage everybody today. We're here for you. We just got a call today about a single mom looking for a home, and we're trying to find her a place to live. Um, and, and we do all kinds of things that we can to help moms. Right now, we're not allowed to go into the prisons to help our moms in prison through our program there. Um, we're also not uh, able to see our shelter moms as much. Uh, so you could uh, be praying for those moms because we try to help moms wherever we can, however we can, in shelters and prisons and homes and churches. Uh, and if you feel like you're just a regular old mom, you don't need any help, I think we all do. So please uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter. We're trying to provide encouraging words and ideas for things for you to do at home. We're at Channel Mom on all over social media. And check out ChannelMom.com. You can find encouragement there as well. You can pray for us. You can donate to us if you feel led to do so. We're so grateful for our donors. You guys keep us alive and well. So uh, you guys take care. Don't be afraid. Thank you, moms, for all you do. You are raising that next generation, and you're so important in doing that. So thank you. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.